Hi, I'm Janeline Sakdalan, a Singapore-based personal wealth manager, a speaker, investor, and entrepreneur. Our mission with this show is to inspire you with stories, lessons, and to give you actionable strategies that will help you in your journey as you pursue the life that you wanted. Welcome to In Pursuit Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of In Pursuit Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. If you're not, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's episode is something I want to talk about for quite a while now because it is mind-blowing how we spend years of our lives in school and yet we didn't learn a thing about money management and personal finance in general. Even me as someone who has major in finance, it's crazy because these things that I'm about to share are lessons that I learned from my own experiences and by reading various articles personal finance books, and by attending courses and seminars, and also from my years of experience as financial consultant here in Singapore. So in today's episode, I'm going to share my take on five important money lessons you never learned in school. The first important money lesson that you never learned in school is the importance of investing early and investing for long term. In a world of investing, time is your greatest ally. In fact, Time is more important than the amount of money because of the power of compound interest. What is compound interest? To put it simply, it means that your interest earns interest. Let's say you invested $1,000 into an account with 10% interest rate. At the end of the year, you will have $1,100. Now you are earning 10% interest on your $1,100. So it means your interest is earning interest on top of the original money that you invested in. So that means even if you put a small amount of money, either monthly or one time, but you allow it to grow for years, that money will grow exponentially. I'll give you another example. If you invest 10000 with 5% interest rate at the age of 20, it would grow to over 70000 by the time you are 60 years old. 70,000. The same amount of money you invested at the age of 30, that means you waited for 10 years before you start investing it, it would grow to only 43,000 when you reach 60 years old. And if the investment is made at the age of 40, it would yield only to 26,000. That's a lot of difference. So the earlier you invest, the longer time your money is working, the more wealth it can generate for you. Just look at one of the most successful investors of all time, Warren Buffett. He was able to generate much wealth because he started investing at the age of 11 and he invested consistently. I'll give you another example. If you invest 10,000 with 5% interest rate at the age of 20, it would grow to over 70,000 by the time you are 60 years old. Now, the same amount of money you invested at the age of 30, that means you waited for 10 years before you start investing, it would grow to only 43,000 when you reach 60 years old. And if the investment is made at the age of 40, it would yield only to 26,000. That's a lot of difference. So the earlier you invest, the longer time your money is working, the more wealth it can generate for you. The second money lesson you never learned in school is the difference between being rich and looking rich. 
When I was younger, I used to think that people who drive nice cars, own big houses, and wear expensive clothes are rich or wealthy. So whenever I pass by big houses, I would assume that people living in there are rich. But the true definition of a rich person was being presented from the book Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It says that rich and wealthy people have assets, while poor and middle class own liabilities. What is an asset? An asset is anything or stuff that puts money in your pocket, either through capital appreciation or in a form of cash flow. Assets like portfolio of stocks, bonds, real estate, business interest. If the price of stocks and real estate that you own increased and you sold it, you gained from what we call the capital appreciation. And if you receive dividends from your stocks or rental income from real estate, that's an example of cash flow. Again, asset puts money in your pocket. While liabilities take money out of your pocket, like interest that you are paying from loans and credit cards, maintenance for your house and cars are liabilities. Rich people own a bunch of assets and less liabilities. Because when you have more assets than your liabilities, then you will have a positive net worth. And the bigger your net worth is, the richer you will become. It's easy to look rich by wearing expensive clothes or owning a big house and nice car. But in reality, if you don't have any savings and investment portfolio, you are still poor because you will keep on working just to sustain that lifestyle to pay for your liabilities. It's an endless cycle. The third important money lesson that you never learned in school is how to talk about money with family and friends. We usually talk about things like career plans, travel experiences, love life, our favorite TV shows, food. We also learn from each other's stories and experiences. But for some reason, Money and personal finance are not the topic that we normally talk about during dinner or gathering. I grew up in a household where conversation about money is not normal, although it is the main source of conflicts and reason why my parents fight most of the time. Now that I am officially an adult, I believe these money conflicts and disagreements can be avoided if we know how to have an open conversation about this topic. Lack of communication is also the main reason why a lot of overseas workers are having difficulties and stress around money because of certain expectations from their family and relatives back home. And again, it can be solved if we talk about it. Lack of communication is also the main reason why a lot of overseas Filipino workers are having difficulties and stress around money because of certain expectations from their family and relatives back home. And again, it can be solved by having an open conversation about it. So let's normalize talking about budgeting, investing, insurance, or anything personal finance related. Of course, do it with the people that you trust and don't hesitate to ask for help if you are struggling or if you don't know where to start. Another important money lesson that you never learned in school is budgeting. Budgeting is simply telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Having a budgeting system will help you achieve your financial goals and stop you from wasting your money unintentionally. And it is very important especially when you are just getting started with your wealth building journey. The most basic form of budgeting is just simply calculate all your income for the month 
Then list down all your expenses starting from fixed expenses like rental fee, phone bill, insurance premium, followed by variable expenses such as food and transportation allowance, entertainment allowance, etc. You can also use percentage to budget. One of the example is 60-30-10. That means 60% will go to your expenses, 30% will go to your savings and investment, and 10% for fun money or entertainment fund. There's a bunch of apps that can help you track your income and expenses like Mint or YNAB, but I personally use an Excel spreadsheet to help me track my income and expenses. Whatever budgeting method that you chose to use, the most important thing is to find something that you can do consistently. The fifth important money lesson that you never learned in school is the concept of pay yourself first. This concept is by far one of the most effective ways to make sure that your long-term financial well-being is being taken care of. Pay yourself first means allocating a certain percentage of your income to save or invest in assets before you even pay your bills or buy anything. It makes saving and investing a lot easier by setting an automatic transfer dedicated towards your funds that you can use later in life. So instead of paying all the bills and try to save whatever's left, the very first thing that you have to do each time you receive your income is to allocate 10% or more, if you can, to your savings and investments followed by paying all the bills and spend whatever's left without feeling guilty because you already prioritize yourself. This concept allows me to spend my money guilt-free on the things that I want because my long-term plans are already taken care of by paying myself first each time I receive my paycheck. And that's my take on five important money lessons you never learned in school. Although there's lacking in our education system, especially when it comes to financial education, I believe that there's always something we can do to become more financially literate. Because the more we know, the better financial decisions we make, and that will help us make a better future for ourselves. One of the ways is to continue to educate yourself by dedicating specific amount of time each day or each week to read articles, or personal finance books or attend some trainings to help you understand more about personal finance, especially in today's day and age where there's a lot of free courses out there unlike before. That's it for today, guys. Thanks again for listening to In Pursuit Podcast. Do follow and subscribe for weekly content and you can also follow me on socials at Janeline Sagdalan on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you love this episode, Share it with your loved ones or take a screenshot and tag me up on socials. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And the best part is, we can be friends. Again, this is Janeline. Now go out there and pursue your dream life. I am rooting for you. I'll see you on the next episode.